0: So please welcome Nate Hensberg. How do you say the last name? Hurst. Hurst. Nate Hurst. Thank you, Nazareth. All right, guys. I'm glad to see you all out here. Are you enjoying this day? It's a great day, right? All right. Well, I get to share the greatest news that any of us have ever heard today, and that's the news of the hope that we have in Jesus. And as we begin, like Nazareth said, it's very important to me to describe the evidence for our faith, because we don't just have another faith out of many. I talked to a man earlier today that had a different worldview than ours, and he didn't believe that there was any substantive difference necessarily between the two. Here's the reality, we can know God exists because the beginning of this universe, the engineering of this universe, the fact that certain things are right and wrong. Nazareth alluded to that. We all know that there are things that are right and wrong. That points to a lawgiver and sustainer. And honestly, the truth about Jesus points to God as well. We know that Jesus was God in human flesh. The Bible tells us that. But Jesus also demonstrated things on this planet that nobody else ever has. He had power over life, over death, over nature. And you know what? That's historically confirmable. I said it yesterday. I'll mention it again today. The biggest skeptic of Christianity alive today says that if you doubt Christ's historicity, you're a mythicist. Did you catch that? The biggest skeptic says that if you doubt Christ's historicity, you're a mythicist. In other words, you can know with confidence that Christ is a historical person. Now, as I begin talking about the hope that we have in Christ, some of these people in orange are going to pass you out a form. And I want every one of you here to get that form and to take it and to begin filling it out. We're going to do a drawing at the end of this, and you don't want to miss the prizes that will be given out. So as they go throughout the the crowd, get those cards. I want to continue talking about why we can be confident and our faith in Jesus Christ. I told you some good reasons to believe that God exists, but why be a Christian? Here are some good reasons that we know that Christianity is true. The Bible foretells the future. It's archaeologically accurate. The Bible is contradiction-free. Many people will try to tell you all sorts of contradictions. With a little bit of investigation, they evaporate. The Bible is translated correctly, and we can go back to the Greek and Hebrew and see what was originally written and translate it again. And you guys, my degree in college was chemistry. I love science. The Bible is full of scientific statements that the Bible put down thousands of years before science caught up. Your faith in Christ is valid, and Jesus is a historical reality. Yesterday, I talked to you a little bit about Jesus and the people that he reached out to. I told you that Jesus reached out to the young and the old, the healthy and the sick, the rich and the poor the powerful and the weak, the religious and the skeptical, the respected and the loathed, the proud and the humble, the hungry and the thirsty, the cunning and the simple, the fleeing and the seeking, the successful and the outcasts, the honest and the deceptive, the law-abiders and criminals, the educated and the ignorant, the faithful and the faithless. Jesus reached out to all these different people Whoever you are today, Jesus reached out to people just like you in the past and he's reaching out to you right now. Jesus is not a myth. He's not a fabrication. He's not just another religion of of many to pick from. He is God in human flesh and he's reaching out to you today. He desires relationship with you today. He died so that you could spend eternity with him in heaven. In fact, he said, if you believe in me, I will raise you up on that last day in John 6. He made you a personal promise that if you believe in him, he will raise you up. So yesterday I told you a little bit about Jesus and the people that he reached out to. Today I want to take a little bit of a turn and talk about Jesus and his own words. Jesus said 10 very clear things about himself. And I think it's important that we visit those today as I encourage you to make a decision to follow him with all your heart, soul, mind, strength. Jesus said, I am in John eight fifty eight, And when he said that, he wasn't just saying, I am cold, I am hungry. He said, I am referring back to Exodus chapter three when God defined himself as I am. In other words, Jesus claimed Right in John 8, that he was God. Nobody else can make that kind of claim. Jesus claimed to be God. And we need to take him at his word. Jesus also said in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I want to look at each one of those. He's the way. There's no other way to salvation. You will not make it into heaven because you're a good person. You will not make it into heaven because you went to church or read your Bible. The only person that will make it into heaven is the person that has put their faith in Jesus Christ alone because only he is the way to the Father. You guys, only he is the truth. This entire world is full of lies. You can do whatever you want to do. Do whatever makes you happy. That's the key to success. That's the key to satisfaction. It's not. I talk with the people that believe those lies and they are not satisfied. They're lost. Jesus is the truth. Jesus promised that he's also the light. He said, I'm the light. In fact, he said he came to give life and to give it more abundantly, to give it in its fullness. If you're looking for life, it's not found in finding yourself. It's found in finding Jesus the life. Jesus defined himself as the true vine. What he meant by that is that everything, your life, your meaning, your purpose, everything that you're looking for has its source in him. He's the true vine. He's what everything that you're looking for derives from. In John 8, 12 and in 9, 5, he said, I am the light of the world. As you look around today, you're probably all too aware of the darkness and how dark this world is getting. Terror attacks seem like they happen on a daily basis. The the things that were morally reprehensible a decade ago are commonplace today. You guys, the world is getting darker and darker, but the light is shining brighter and brighter in the midst of this darkness. Last week, I talked to a young man. I asked him what his background with Christianity was. He said, I have none, but I want to. He said, so much is happening in my life and I'm looking. You guys, I know a lot of you are just like that today. Jesus said in John 10, 11, I am the good shepherd. Whatever you're facing right now, whatever you are fearful of right now, he can guide you through it, and only he can guide you through it. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Your physical needs, your spiritual needs, your emotional needs, the deep hungers that you sense at the core of your being they are only going to be satisfied in Jesus. And you will not be satisfied until you're satisfied in him. He is the bread of life. Guys, Jesus claims to be the door. And by the door he referred to the door to salvation. Jesus is the only entrance to eternal life. I've referenced that before, but he is it. Either we come in through him or there's no way in. And that doesn't make him bad. Truth is always exclusive. If I jump off this stage, I could get hurt because gravity is real regardless of what I think about it. Jesus tells us these things not so that we can be judgmental, but Jesus tells us these things so that we can find salvation. He tells us these things because he loves us. He knows there's no other way. Finally, and this is very important to me, Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. For years I feared death, what'll happen after I die? And I finally realized in John 6:40, he promises me that if I believe in him, he will raise me up on that last day. He is the only person in the history of the world that has beaten and conquered death and shown that he has the power to do that for you as well. And the historical evidence for the resurrection is irrefutable. I can trust him when he says, I am the resurrection and the life. A lot of other religious people have come and gone and they're dead. Jesus alone beat death. We can't possibly trust our salvation to anyone else. Only he is the resurrection and the life. I hope you're encouraged by what Jesus had to say about himself. Now I want to tell you what Jesus has to say for you. I shared this yesterday, I'm gonna share it again because I think hearing his own words is so important. I'm gonna describe Jesus's words concerning the gospel. The gospel simply is that God loves you and he has a plan for your life, but you and me are sinners and we're separated from a perfect God because of our sin. The Bible says that the wages of sin is death, and by death it doesn't just mean a physical death, but a spiritual separation from God. Thankfully, God himself died on the cross for our sins so that anyone who puts their faith in him can be saved. Here's what Jesus says. Listen to his words as he describes what he offers you. He says, God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. He loves you. He said, come to me, all you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't be stumbling through the darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. All who put their trust in me will no longer remain in the darkness. My purpose is to give life in all its fullness. That's his desire for you. Here's the sin that keeps us from him, though. And here again are his words Sin is unbelief in me. He said, Everyone who sins is a slave of sin. They will go away to eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. If you do not believe that I am the one I claim to be, you will indeed die in your sins. But there's hope. There's hope because he died on the cross to pay for my sins. Jesus is our only hope. Here's what he says. He says, greater love has no one than this that he lay down his life for his friends. Everyone who looks to the son and believes in him shall have eternal life and I will raise him up at that last day. They will never be condemned for their sins but they have already passed from death to life. Now finally, each of us has a decision to make and here's what Jesus says. He says, turn from your sins and believe this good news. I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. No one can see the kingdom of God unless he is born again. I stand at the door and knock. If you hear me calling and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal as friends. So this is the challenge that we each have today. What will I do with Jesus? The only way, the only truth, the only life, the only way to salvation. The Bible says very clearly that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I'm going to ask you to do that in about two minutes. If you've never taken that step to begin a relationship with Christ, I implore you not to leave today until you take that step. The Bible says it is by grace that you have been saved through faith. It's not from your works. It is the gift of God so that no one will boast. So here's what I want to ask you to do. Nothing and no one else can satisfy and nothing and no one else can save you. I often conclude my radio show saying an open mind, honest heart, humble disposition and diligent search always lead to Jesus. And I believe that with all my heart. If you're ready to take that step to follow Jesus right now, I'm going to ask you to repeat a prayer with me right where you are. You could say something like this, Jesus, I believe you are who you say you are, and I believe that you died on the cross for my sins. I know that you rose again to give me eternal life. Please come into my life. Please be my Savior and Lord. If you prayed that with me today, I want you to take that paper that just got passed around, and I want you to either check... A decision to commit your life to Christ or to put a big one on that paper. Yesterday, a lot of you did. I'm going to ask you to boldly do that again today so that we can get in touch with you and help you take some next steps. So let us know right now. Check that commit to Christ box or put a one on that paper. Additionally, guys, if you're at a point where you need to recommit your life to Christ and say, I'm all in with him, please do that. Check that recommit box Or put a two on that paper. And finally, as this world gets darker and darker, God is calling you to be a light for him. If you're willing to say, I'm going to live the rest of my life to make a difference for Christ, to share the only true hope with those around me, put a three on there. Or let us know in the comment box that you want to share your faith. Everybody good with that? I hope you filled out that form. We're going to do a drawing after the next band. If you made that decision for Christ, please put a check in the commit box or put a big one on that paper somewhere where we can see it. And also, if you made that decision to follow Christ, our volunteers in the orange are going to have some backpacks to give you with some awesome follow-up resources. So get one of those before you leave. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I implore you and ask you to live the rest of your lives for Jesus. Thanks again, and we'll talk to you again soon. Amen. Amen. If you pray that prayer, welcome to the family of God. Thank you, Nate, for for sharing God's word. God bless you.